This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Quick little PSA here before we get into the episode. So as I record this late on late Sunday night, early Monday morning, uh, Vaughn and I actually recorded this podcast on Friday afternoon. We knew that Worley was going to head to Florida State. So we decided to just take it upon ourselves to record the podcast. Somewhere in there, we speculated about an offer that hasn't come yet for four-star point guard Frankie Collins. Collins was offered by Michigan heading into the weekend. So Frankie Collins has an offer. We talk about it as if he doesn't have an offer in this show. So that's what happened here. Enjoy the show and have a good start to your week. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the latest edition of the Maze and Brew podcast here, of course, on mazeandbrew.com. My name is Vaughn Lozon, and we are going to talk about some Michigan hoops recruiting today. Everybody's favorite topic, especially during this pandemic when there's not really a whole lot much else to talk about today. I am joined by our site team lead, Anthony Broom. Anthony, how are you doing, sir? Uh, it's good to be back. Uh, always good to, feels like me and you kind of have struck a rapport lately of yeah. chatting about basketball recruiting. Uh, I mean, there was already a rapport there, but you know, it's, uh, it's good to be back. Good the to rapport, talk. To... The rapport has been there for about a decade now, Anthony, me and Anthony <laughs> go way back to uh, good old Trenton high school. Yeah, shout out, uh, shout out to the Trojans. Yeah. Shout out to those Trojans. So yes, the rapport is definitely there, especially for hoops hoops recruiting it's been uh it's been good talking to you about it and uh hopefully the listeners do enjoy that and, we're, and that's what we're going to talk about today uh considering the fact that michigan uh, again it seems like we've been talking about this a lot more recently than what we would probably hope for but once again swung and missed on another five-star prospect this time jalen warley who is a combo guard decided to commit to Florida State. He also was considering U of M, Virginia, Oregon, Memphis, and Miami. He committed on Sunday afternoon to the Seminoles. All the crystal balls were for Florida State. So it was kind of just a matter of when, not if. Uh, he had about eight predictions uh, to Florida State. So everybody seemingly had Florida State as the favorite. So he's the number 23 overall prospect on the composite, number three overall combo guard, and the number one player in Pennsylvania. So yeah, big miss here, Anthony, because Michigan really needs a guy like Worley in this class, a ball handling point guard who can kind of do a little bit of everything, can cover multiple positions on defense, and can kind of lead the way 
on offense. So they're going to have to look into a few different prospects at this point. But, yeah, I mean, in all reality, a pretty big miss here for Juwan Howard. Yeah, it is a big miss. Uh, Five-star guy, by far probably the highest-ranked point guard that they were realistically in on. So it hurts when he announced that he was going to be making this commitment. I believe it was sometime early last weekend uh, when he gave notice. And, you know, once that came down, he said that he'd already made his decision. And we started to see the crystal balls roll into Florida State. So it's not a huge surprise. He did try to throw some people off of his scent by saying, oh, I'll, you know, sending out one of those tweets. We see this on the recruiting trail all the time. Oh, all these experts think they know where I'm going. <laughs> it's like, nah, well, do what you can. It kind of sucks that if you're trying to build hype for an announcement that all these people would be, you know, the information would get out. But, yeah. hey, it is what it is. Uh, I don't. It doesn't seem like he's too worried about it. But, yeah, for Michigan, it is a big loss because you look at what they brought in so far. They've, they've added some scoring punch on the wing and Kobe Bufkin and Isaiah Barnes. You've got a nice little project at the four with uh, Will Cheddar. You're really missing right now a ball handling point guard. And, you know, Worley was more of a combo guard type guy. Um, maybe not a pure point, but someone who could handle the ball there and someone who certainly would have filled that role, a guy that you want the ball in his hands. But, mm-hmm. uh, I don't remember if it was here before that I've said this or on one of the mailbag shows where I said this, but it's just kind of one of those things where this is where a postseason kind of hurt Michigan in that people still don't really know what Juwan Howard is as a head coach. And it's still a work in progress on the trail. They've, you know, the biggest names that they've realistically been in on, they've kind of swung and missed on. And I think it's going to take them, you know, to continue winning, to continue to maybe win at a clip sort of like they did in the John Beeline era to still have the ear of some of these elite mm-hmm. prospects. Now there's still a lot of good players still on the board in terms of point guard. Uh, we'll talk about those candidates here in a little bit, not quite as highly rated, maybe more guys that are, you know, two, three, four year players, as opposed to Worley, who's maybe a one or two year guy. So it changes maybe the trajectory and the, the here and now, or at least the, you know, mm-hmm. for the 2021, 2022 season, but you know, in the here and now with, with nobody's name really projected to fill that spot right now. Yeah. It is kind of a big miss. Cause I thought that they had a really good chance of landing him. So it is disappointing, but you know, the work, the work goes on. All is not lost. Yeah. All is, all is not lost. And yeah, I thought they had a really good shot too. Cause Phil Martelli, goes way back with uh, the Worley family. I believe he coached his uh, his father and his uncle uh, back in the day. So definitely a big, big miss there. But like you said, all is not lost. They'll have to uh, continue and forge ahead and look at some other candidates here for the uh, point guard position because they're going to need one in this class. There's no doubt about it. So a couple guys that really stick out to me right off the bat are uh, well there's one guy that they just offered within the last week his name is carter witt he's from Raleigh, north carolina he's a top 100 guy 63 170 uh he is a pure point guard he doesn't have an offer from the university of north carolina but uh, one would imagine that that would probably be a, a tough one to uh, uh pull away from from the state of north carolina but uh he's got the michigan offer he's got uh, alabama and also listed as warm on his 24-7 profile. 
are, interestingly enough. Boston College, Virginia Tech, and Wake Forest. He's got some pretty good other offers, though, from Indiana, Florida, Maryland, Tennessee's in there. Virginia offered him as well. So pretty good prospect there. Uh, and then Frankie Collins is another guy who, interestingly enough, again, Michigan has not offered him. But uh, Michigan was included in his top eight, which he released back on July 11th along with USC and Kansas, Georgetown, and a few other pretty good schools there. But, uh, yeah, so I, I would probably list those two guys as some pretty good candidates. It, yeah, obviously, he has some pretty good interest in U of M, even though Michigan has not sent him an offer yet. But one would imagine that, hey, maybe one comes his way eventually if the interest is there and they really, really are uh, digging deep into – the uh, arsenal of point guards, if all of these guys just keep committing elsewhere, maybe they do look into Frankie Collins a little bit. Obviously, we'll see if that happens or not. But uh, he is the number 57 overall recruit on the composite. Number nine point guard, he's from Chandler, Arizona. So those are a couple of guys that stick out to me right off the bat that uh, Michigan will probably take a further look at now that Worley is committed elsewhere. But, um, you know, it, it a little concerning for me, Anthony, that they just have to keep looking elsewhere. Um, it's not looking like they're going to get, uh, they obviously didn't get their plan A guy in Kennedy Chandler. Plan B is gone. So now you got to go to plan C, plan D, and try to find some other prospects to uh, get on board. And I, I mean, I will, and then you got to throw in Angela Grizzly as well. He uh, committed elsewhere too. So, Lots of point guards coming off the board, man, and uh, they're going to have to think quick here because a lot of these kids are starting to commit now that uh, the writing's kind of on the wall for this season. They're probably not going to be able to make any visits to these campuses. So time's ticking. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, and one of the names that uh, you didn't mention there is Jaden Akins, who a lot of people kind of still have him as uh, a favorite to, to land at Michigan State. I I kind of I do wonder about that a little bit, only because you know we saw there were crystal balls that came in on him. Uh, I believe in early July, early to mid July. Uh, Josh Henschke was one of them, and he doesn't. He doesn't really make, I mean, Josh is a friend of the site. He doesn't make predictions without like knowing some inside information. Uh, there is, there's three crystal balls on him right now. One of them came in August of 2019. And then the other two, one was from Josh on July 6th. And the other was from Steven Brooks of Spartan tailgate on July 10th. Since then, things have been pretty quiet there. And I do think when you look at, you know, are they going to expand the board? Do you see Frankie Collins getting an offer soon? I would think he probably does soon, but I really, I think with Worley falling through, I do think that Aikens is a guy they're still going to work pretty hard. Um, you know, when you look at how Michigan, I don't know what the scholarship situation is like at Michigan State right now, but they're they're filling up pretty fast. And uh, my understanding was that at one point, Michigan State's pitch to Kobe Bufkin, who's a Michigan commit. 
was, you know, we want, we want you and Jaden Akins to play together. And, you know, when I look at what Akins brings to the table, you know, an in-state guy, there's, there's a spot to play right away. I don't know if that's there at Michigan state um, because they've got rocket Watts. You've got, foster lawyer you've got all these different guys at guard that michigan state has and michigan has minutes available there to play right away so i I do think akins is is in the mix and like i said things have been kind of quiet there so i do wonder if there is kind of a quiet push i know buffkin to me was a was a little bit of a surprise because that was just kind of like oh hey he's making his decision soon and michigan's the favorite and we had kind of heard michigan state for him for a while too so i wouldn't sleep on him um carter witt like I said, that's a guy who he's more of your like pass first point guard reminds me. I mean, he's bigger. I, I believe he's a little bit taller than, than what Aaron Kraft was at Ohio state. But when you think of guys in that mold, that's kind of, you know, he's more of like an Aaron Kraft or Xavier Simpson. Whereas, you know, some of these other guys in, are more, you know, ball handling scoring guards. Uh, I do like Frankie Collins a lot too. Um, mm-hmm. I think that there are some questions about his, his shooting percentages uh, on jumpers, but he is an athletic guy. And, and I do think there is some bubbling interest there. So once, once things kind of settle down, maybe if Jaden Akins comes off the board, that's when you see a, an offer go out to Carter Witt, but or I'm sorry, to uh, Frankie Collins. But yeah, like I said, th- there are names still there. Um, and there might be names we hear about soon. Maybe they, they've, they've got pretty much offers in on as many, Right now, as many top guys as you could imagine they would with that being such a big need, but maybe we start seeing that board expand a little bit a little bit here soon with names wouldn't, we haven't heard yet. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised. But looking at Michigan State's scholarship offers here on their uh, 24-7 sports website, um, they've only got one point guard offered, and that is Jaden Atkins and uh, – all of the, I mean, they really only have a few offers in this class in general. Um, and most of them are either already committed uh, to Michigan State or somewhere else. There's only a few guys on their scholarship offer list that have not committed. And uh, Aikens is one of them. So, yeah, I mean, it's looking like they're going all out for them at the point guard position, but we'll certainly see if. Yeah, I think the question there too there. might be like, like I said, I don't in front of me and shame on me maybe for not being as prepared as I could be. I'll look it up here quick, but um, in terms of the spots that Michigan state has available, I know there's talk that Imani Bates might reclassify to 2021 as well. So yeah, well, I, I don't think he winds up in college period. Probably quite honestly, not, but um like I said, so, I'll look that up. But yeah, while you I mean, there's, 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 there's always, yeah, there's, there's always a chance, I guess. Well, they, they had uh, two commits in their 2020 class, and then they had just a few, I believe, in uh, 2019, because they had Rocket Watts, and so they had three com- uh, commits in 2019, and then they also had a Joey Hauser transfer over from Marquette, which they're still waiting on him to get his eligibility too. So you got to factor that in as well. Um, and then obviously Cassius Winston is now gone and uh, Tillman I think is gone now too, right? Yes. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think the spots will be there uh, if they want to take in Atkins, who is a, a another top 100 national recruit, 6'3", 160 from Farmington. So he's a local kid, uh, number 10 overall point guard 
in the entire country. So very talented, very highly thought of. Obviously, they've got Michigan, Michigan State going after him, but Florida also made his top list. DePaul is another school that he is very interested in. Mississippi State, oddly enough, is another school that he's interested in. And then Northwestern as well. So got a lot of good schools, uh, both academically and on the uh, basketball floor uh, that are going after him. So, yeah, but going back to Michigan here, um, a few and, good and sorry, I don't want to here. interrupt you, but real quick, uh, it is worth mentioning that uh, Jane Akins will be playing on the same prep team with Imani Bates, uh, I believe this year. So again, may, maybe, maybe that is closer to being yeah. a done deal, but um, it's just been quiet lately. Usually when those guys put crystal balls in, Something is kind of imminent, yeah. and it's been over a month now. So yeah, well, the the you said the crystal balls were in in early July, correct? Yeah. Yep. Well, he, he he released his top list toward the end of July, um, so I don't know if they were thinking that uh, a a commitment was imminent when they put those crystal balls in, but the fact that he released a top list about a week or week and a half after the fact. Of yeah. those crystal balls. Yeah, I mean, that that may have been what it was. So, yeah, I wouldn't call it a done deal by any means. I think they're still going to recruit him until the bell. But uh, I, I think uh, Michigan State probably is the favorite there at this moment. So I, I don't think it would be a bad thing to necessarily uh, send an offer uh, the way of Frankie Collins. Time, and maybe time to take keep a further look into him. It, it, yeah, it's, it's time to keep shopping. You know, it, it's kind of like in the middle of the pandemic when you couldn't find any of the name brand stuff at Meyer. If you were uh, out grocery shopping, you had to get the, uh, the off-brand stuff. Well, I, I don't want to call these kids off-brand by any means, but it's kind of what they're going after at this point are, are, are the, uh, the, the D list options, uh, option D option E. I mean, they're really digging deep into the pocket here to pull something out so we're talking grocery shopping and food and you're very much speaking <laughs> i'm gonna my make you hungry now. huh <laughs> <laughs> bit. yeah okay well yeah but at the, at the end of the day bottom line if, if they have to end up taking somebody else they're still going to be a top 100 kid uh, i yeah. think if they're going after collins and uh they're going after carter witt and they're going after akins these are still top 100 kids that are highly thought of obviously these aren't the guys that Michigan wanted, if it were up to Michigan, they would have taken Jalen Warley or they would have taken uh, Jaden Hardy, uh, the combo guard from Nevada. Uh, yeah. They they would have taken some of those other you know really what it says to me, guys. It kind of tells I me mean, if you're going to, if you're going to whiff on some of these top guys and whiff sounds mean, but it's the first that's, word that's that came to truth. mind. It's but, the um, you know, if you're going to miss on some of those top guys, they really need Zeb Jackson to come in and be a dude, which is why I think it's not the worst thing in the world that they're not too terribly deep at point guard this year, because I think he's going to be, able, he's going to play and he'll be important for next year. Yeah. I, mean, I, I think that he's going to be a, one of those three to four year guys. So um, he wasn't pers he, he was a John Beeline commit. He wasn't necessarily a Jawan Howard recruit, but he might be the most important prospect, you know, on this roster right now when you Agreed. look at the trajectory of the next couple of seasons. So we'll see what happens with him. Yeah, I agree. I, I think Zeb Jackson's development is going to be very telling of what happens here, not only just with how the team plays, but also with the way that they end up recruiting the position moving forward. So, yeah, I agree with that uh, sentiment completely. Um, yeah, that, I mean, that's, that's about really all I got today, Anthony. Was there anything else that you wanted to uh, hit on real quick? 
before uh, we uh, hit the old dusty trail here on another Hoops podcast? <laughs> well, there have been some good uh, recruiting weekends in the last couple of months, really when, since the pandemic hit, but um, this was not completely one of them. So no. uh, maybe next time, but the beat goes on. Uh, you feel good for the most part about the, where the classes and, and both other sports are and, yeah, you you move on. It's not going to ruin my weekend. No, you can't let it ruin the weekend. And yeah, like you said, there have been some good ones, some bad ones. This one just happens to be filed in the bad category. But at the end of the day, Michigan still got a top 10 class in uh, both football and basketball. So uh, all is not too bad nope. in the world of uh, recruiting. So we'll just uh, see how it all plays out. But uh, yeah, I'm interested to see. What goes on here with uh, Frankie Collins? I'm, I'm particularly interested there, but uh, we will just uh, wait another day and see what happens. So uh, thank you, everybody, for listening to us today. You can uh, follow me on Twitter at Vaughn underscore Lozon. And Anthony, where are you at on Twitter? Follow me on Twitter at Anthony T. Broom. Be sure to follow Maze and Brew on every social media platform that you have, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Just search Maze and Brew. Be sure to give us a like and a uh, subscription here on all of our podcasts here as well on mazeandbrew.com. Until next time, I appreciate all of you listening. I am Vaughn Lozon. He is Anthony Broom. Talk to you later.